Okay, so we are on Dav Yud. Uh, where are we? Well, yesterday we, we did Dav. Uh, it should be today. It should be Tezayin today, but yesterday we did Yudalit. Today we're going to do Tezvav, and we'll do the review of yesterday's Dav of Yudalit, and uh, get to today's. We are learning Lilinishmas from Abashmol Shimon, Mayan Shem Avanaliyah. Naftali Yosef ben Chaim Nisan Alevi, and also Daniel Barnett Baruch ben Yudaleib ve'Amy, and also Rufus Shlema uh, to all who need it. And with that, where do we begin our review from last time? I believe that it was. Um, uh, yeah, I need help with the place. Uh, right, Rabbi Yehuda Bar Right, so at the at the wide line on Rabbi Yehuda Gimel and Beis is where we started yesterday. So we saw Rabbi Yehuda Bar said in the that the Allah follows Rabbi Eliezer, uh, Rabbi Lazar really, and Rabbi Lazar is the Tuvina de Chakimi. He is the great, you know, the good one of the Chachamim. So Rabbi Lazar here holds um, that uh, basically the there is no Isur. Okay, and this is okay. There is no Isur. Uh, in uh, in drinking wine, if there was a break in when it was drunk, and also if it's been watered down, so that took us to an interesting story. Uh, Ravacha from Hutzal had a vow that he needed removed, which was related to his wife. Came to Ravashi. Ravashi says, "I'm sorry, you have to come back tomorrow." Closed. Bezdin's closed today. I'm I'm off. I'm off today. Why? The Rav Lomo, because Rav then never, on a day after a holiday, he does not set up shop because he drinks uh, some wine and he's afraid that he's drunk. So he says, but doesn't Rav say that Allah follows Rabbi Lazar? And don't you know that, uh, that his custom is always to put water and he waters down his drink? So he, he says, yes, that is true. But although watering down the drink makes a difference, if you're drinking just Ervias, but if you're drinking more than Ervias, then the water doesn't help as much, okay? Even because it does it up eventually, okay? And that's the idea. Next, we talked about the idea of, of uh, issuing rulings. That refers to uh, the laws of, uh, related to blood. That's Kodesh, Hegdish, and Chol. What's uh, Tameh and Tahar? That's Tumah and Tahara. Okay. What's the Horos? Those are Hora and the Chukim. Is Midrashos, is Drashos, and Dibar Hashem is uh, Halacha. And then it's uh, Biad Moshe, that's referring to Talmud. So all of these things are prohibited to teach um, on, uh, and rule on uh, a wall being inebriated. Now, you might think that this would encompass is Mishnah as well. That's why we specifically said the Horos, because the Mishnahs are not really Psak Halacha, they're, they're just uh, the Mishnahs, they're the basis for a lot of the Halacha, but it's, it's okay to, in that area. Rabbi Yosef says even Talmud is not really Halacha, and that would also be okay to, to teach, even if you're a little bit drunk. Then uh, we saw Brisa that says that uh, Sheretz Tamei and Svardeya Tohor 
uh, even Shui Yain can rule on those issues. So the Gemara says, well, that must be going like Rabbi Yosemite. The Gemara says, not necessarily true. It could be going like the Rabbanan. Maybe that's different because that's something that uh, that's very straightforward. So anything that requires, you know, nuanced thought, then the drunkenness is an issue. But anything that is basically a black and white question, so then he would be allowed to issue a ruling on that. Um... So the Gemara says, so if that's the case, why would Rav uh, have a problem? I mean, if we paskin like Rabbi Yosef reviewed over here, so you're allowed to do Talmud, so why is Rav shutting up his yeshiva after the holiday? The answer is, is that, uh, it, it, is that, uh, is that he's going to be issuing rulings. Why not hold back from issuing rulings? No, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't work for Rav, because Rav is always peppered with Shilas, and he always has to respond and give a... Give a give a, an answer. And the bottom line is people are deriving halacha from what he says, so there's no option. Which took us to the next thing, is that a person can really, in one bite, be high of multiple chatos, and uh, four chatos to be precise, and one asham. And that is, if he is tamay and he eats chaylev, and that is also nosar from hegdish, and it's on Yom Kippur, so that equals equivalent of uh, four chatos and one asham. So Rameir says, if it was Shabbos and he carried, he'd be high for carrying two. So they told him that doesn't count. That's not one of the, has nothing to do with eating. We're talking about where the transgression is eating related. So first things first is that Rameir seems to be saying Israel Lisser, but since when do we hold Israel Lisser here? So the Gemara says, granted that Yisrochal Yisrochal does not hold, but this is not a regular Yisrochal Yisrochal, it's Yisrochal, it's Yisrochal, and that's the difference. Okay, they're adding each of these Yisrochal, it speaks it out. Um, person who is Tahar, um, the Yisrochal is just on Chilev. So that's one Yisrochal that's there in the beginning, Chilev. Then what happens, he becomes Tame. So there's an Yisrochal on Tahar food, so uh, also the Saran Khalif. So there you go. So that's Tumba second. Um Khalif is only Asr Bachila. You made the Khalif Hekdish. It uh adds on Isur Hana. So it adds on also an Isur Hana on the Khalif. Okay. Now it's also only Asr to the head yet, but Ligavo is gonna be mutter. Once it's no sir, it's not even allowed on the on the on the altar, so that's an additional one as well. And uh, that's how we got that. Now, what about the last thing is Yom Kippur, because uh, Yom Kippur encompasses even Hulin food. Um, and now um, this one also becomes prohibited. So Gemara says, why don't we add on another one of five chatos? And you can say that he also ate a kazai's piggle at the same time. So Gemara says, piggle is not the same animal. We're talking about the same achila from the same animal. Um, and you can't have the same animal to be both pigle and osar. Either it's pigle, and then it's not going to be fit for the altar, and then there's no dinosar, because nosar is only something that was fit for the altar, and it comes left over. So there you go. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? Of course you could do that. Because the halacha is, is that if you have a limb that from a pigle animal that went up on the altar, so that limb loses its pigle status, and it comes, it's been uh, depiglified, and therefore it's not a problem. Okay, uh, it, it can have a dinosaur. So the Gemara says, and we learned that din from Ula. So the Gemara explains that actually, um, 
we're talking about a single limb and that you can't have the single limb going both ways. That limb, you're right, lost its status. But we were talking about where you're eating from the same thing and this limb won't work. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? Even within the same limb, you can also split it because if half of the limb is on the altar and half the, it is hanging over the altar, the part that's hanging over the altar remains piggled. The part that's only the part that's actually on the altar is... Uh, the part that's going to become lose its pickle and can have it in no sir. So the Gemara says, actually, that isn't the case because an a limb goes by the majority of where the limb is. If the limb is majority in, then the whole thing, even the part that sticks out, is as if it's in. And if it's majority out, then the majority is out, and the whole thing is defined by the outside. So the Gemara says that's beautiful, except that you just took aside and Rami Barhamas question because he wasn't sure do. Mid limbs create majorities or not, meaning that we follow the majority of the limb or don't we? So, being that we don't want to take sides in that question, um, we just say no. We're not talking about with even. You're right. You could even split a limb theoretically, but what you cannot do, we're not. We're talking about in the same kizayis, and in the same kizayis cannot be both pigol and oser. That's impossible. So the Gemara says, um, we're not talking about two kizayim. So the Gemara says, what do you mean we're not talking about two kizayim? One of these Surmir is Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur has to be at least Dukzesim because the Shior for Chiyot for Yom Kippur is Kosevis Agasa, fat date, which is at least two, two olives. So we, what are you talking about? So the Gemara says, you're right. Um, but we're talking about where the, we want where the last bite, that's the Kizais, will culminate with a prohibition on Yom Kippur, etc., etc. But you ate something before, so that uh, so that now you achieve the shear on Yom Kippur to be mechayv you to obligate you. So um, either the case one scenario, Rambam says he's eating a kidney with its fat. So the kidney part he ate first, and then he ate the fat, and that's what brought it over the top. And also he's transgressing Yom Kippur as well as all the other isurim. But Papa says no, he was eating dates. Stam, <laughs> he had dates, and then he finished it off with. Um, with uh, with the fat and that's the that's the other possibility. Rav Ada Bar Acha says, guess what? There are five chatos. There's one more on the list that you could add on. Pigol, I. Uh, what about all of those answers? He doesn't accept all those answers. Indeed, since you're entitled to have two kzeisim, so one could be, one could be well, no sir. The other one could be pigol and it works. So Gemara says, why not throw in even more? I mean, if you're eating two kzeisim, if two kzeisim is good. Why don't you have three ksesim and one of them will be dumb and then you'll get a whole another one on the list. <laughs> so the Gemara says that you can't do because we're only talking about one act of eating and the Chazal established that the maximum that one can swallow in one shot is two ksesim and therefore you can't be you can't talk about three ksesim. And that was that. Took us to Rameir. Rameir says... Um, that uh, you can throw Shabbos in the list, okay? So the Gemara says, why do you have to mention Shabbos? It's Yom Kippur. So just say you carried it, you'll be high for carrying today, Yom Kippur. So doesn't that, so Rafram says, maybe this means to say, or he assumes that that's what it's saying is basically is that there's no Din Erev and Hotzah on, uh, on Shabbos. Uh, there's only on Shabbos and you, that you need an Erev and you're uh, also to carry, but on Yom Kippur, there's no prohibition of carrying on Yom Kippur. So the Gemara says, not necessarily true. It could be that really Yom Kippur does have it. And when, he didn't say that if you have Shabbos, 
there's only one more. Maybe if you have Shabbos, then it's an additional two. That meaning, because one for Shabbos, one for Yom Kippur. So the Gemara says, maybe Raphim was really talking about a whole other thing. Talking about that there's a din that you send the Sarlat Zazel with the Ish-Iti. Now, Ish-Iti tells us a number of things about him. It does not need to be a Kohen, because he said Ish didn't require us to be a Kohen. Iti means that he can be even Tamek, because it's now, whatever, he's appointed. And even Shabbos. And also, Iti is Bimizuman, even that he has to be an appointed person, not somebody who you just randomly, uh, you know, went to do the job. Now, the bottom line is, why do we have to mention Shabbos, or Rafram says, <laughs> sounds like there's no Isser carrying on Yom Kippur. On that, the Gemara says, that doesn't prove anything, because really, you can't carry on Yom Kippur, but uh, when the Torah tells you, on Yom Kippur, obviously, there's an override for that. So, uh, you know, that's mitzvah, so to speak. Uh, just like all karbanos, by definition, there's, thousand, there's uh, many, many transgressions of Shabbos, but if it, the mitzvah says, even Shabbos, you're supposed to bring the carbon, then you bring the carbon. So it's obviously an override. So the Gemara says that um, uh, Raphim's question is just wrong. Okay. Which brings us to the next Mishnah, talking about uh, having relations, and it's saying that in the same act of relations, you can be obligated six separate sin offerings. How do you get that? Well, this woman is related to you in many ways. First of all, she's your daughter. She's also your sister. She's also your sister-in-law. And she's also, um, she's also your aunt. And she's also a married woman and Anita. So, um, and uh, how do you have that? Well, the Kumar will get into the, the scenario. Problem is, is that Rameer says, there's no such thing, Isra Chalalisra. So the Kumar says, yes. But as we mentioned before, there's Isra Mosef and Isra Kolel. And uh, we're talking about where a person had relations with his mother and, gave, um, and the mother gave birth to a daughter. Now that daughter is Isra Bito and Achos, so happens simultaneous. That always works, simultaneity. Okay? So they're happening at the same time. So, but Bito and Achos is at the same time, so they're Chal. Then she married the brother, so that's an Isra Mosef. Why is that an Isra Mosef? or Isser Kolel, because not only is he prohibited to marry her now, because he's married to his brother, but all of his brothers are also going to not be allowed. So there's a new Isser. They up until now were allowed to marry her, now that this brother married her, they're not allowed to marry her. So there's an Isser to him too. Then um, the brother died, okay, maybe he had kids, so that head is not going off. Mm-hmm. And then his uncle married her this time. Well, <laughs> Uh, then she's then she's the the father's brother's wife, and that's an iser of an aunt. Okay, now who would that iser add on to? Because it added on to his other uncles. Okay, um, who weren't prohibited as of yet, and now they become prohibited. So if that prohibition goes on them, then it also goes on him as well. What are you gonna? And now she's an ancient ish because not only is there an iser, there's a, a, a so. Um, Right, so everyone, everyone else is not allowed. Nothing to do with being related. Even a stranger is prohibited to her because she's a married woman, so there's an Isra Kolol there. And what are you going to say? Nida, Nida is even also to her own husband. Um, so, so that Isra will also manifest in everyone. So each of these added ons add-on Isurim are not a straight stack, but they're expanding who is prohibited in the NX1, and that's why it's, um, that's why it's an add-on. Which took us to the next Mishnah, 
somebody who has relations with his daughter's daughter can also be daughter's daughter, as well as daughter-in-law, as well as brother's wife, as well as uh, uncle's wife. And also married woman, and also Anita. And Rebiosi says, uh, we can throw another one on the list if his father decided to marry her and transgress. So then that will also add on an additional prohibition of Aishas Av. Um, um, and that the, all the, these scenarios of all these Yisurim can happen by a uh, stepdaughter, by his wife's daughter, as well as his wife's granddaughter, his wife's daughter's daughter. Anyway, so the question on the table is um, uh, that, that uh, according to Rebiosi, could be, you could add on Aishas Av. Question is, how was their father allowed to marry this girl? Um, that it that it should take as a kedushin. After all, she was beforehand married to that father's brother. That remain that becomes prohibited to him. So Morris says, no, uh, the brother died without kids, so it fall, fell to the father to yibum. So it wasn't like that. So Morris says, if it fell to yibum, then he's not being over an iser. You're saying he's over an iser. Well, what's the iser that is over? The answer is, you're right. It wasn't over a positive, uh, a true iser. Is also over the iser of shenia. Because you're not allowed to marry Midra Banan, your son's daughter-in-law. Even though Daraisa, um, now only your daughter-in-law is prohibitive. Now, this is marrying your son's daughter-in-law. That's prohibited Midra Banan. Kalaso, your daughter-in-law is in Erva. But Kalas Beno is a Shnia. Same is true with Bas Beno. Bas Ben Beno, your son's daughter, your granddaughter, or your grandson's daughter. Those are all Shnios. They're all second related, second rabbinic, secondary add on prohibitions. What? No, there is not. But that's what it means over. We wanted to get it. We want to understand the meaning. He, he, what kind of transgression is doing? He's transgressing the rabbinic law, but now it adds on a new, uh, a new chatas to this, to this man. It doesn't have a chatas, though. What? If you're over in Rabban, you're out of Chavichai No, the father married the father married his 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 son's step uh, a daughter-in-law. Mm-hmm. That's uh, just the Isser Darbanan. Right. But now oh, she's. That's how he can marry. So that now, makes the son the son. Now it's Isser Isser because yes. she's married. She, right. Exactly. Right, okay, okay. Okay. So the question is: This is Rabbi here. He doesn't hold the Isser Chal Isser. Uh, he talks about a case of the, somebody transgresses two two um, amisas you will get only the more stringent one. So Rabbi Yossi says, not true. You don't get the more stringent one. You get the, more, the one that came first. Gives an example. Um, you have a mother-in-law and it also is uh, a married woman. According to, so what was she first? So, uh, so if you, she was mother-in-law first and then afterwards she got married, so then you get chamoso. If she was married first and then she became your mother-in-law, she's only going to be also mishamesh ish. So that's a, a kasha on CC holds ain't Israel Even though mother in law has a more stringent punishment, a different worse, worse death penalty, it's it's Rafa. So Ravo says, no, Rabuda will agree that if there's an Isra Mosif, that it's more expansive the Isra, then it will take effect. And uh, that's why over here it does add on. Um, where is there an Isra Mosif? Um, so it happens to be that the grandpa has another son. So just that other son who up until now was allowed to marry her, um, it's going to be usher 
to the son, so now it's also also to him as well, um, because they're both Aishas Av. Okay, is that where we got up to? Anyone know? Is that where we got up to? The Mishnah? Call, call, call you. <laughs> right, whatever. <laughs> you see a note over there where we're up to? I think we Nine, got up five, to the Mishnah. 19? Yeah, that's it. Tomorrow. So we did all the way to the Gemara? We did the Mishnah. We started the Gemara. Ketene Hayav. Okay, which one? Uh, no, that one? That's what oh. it has. Oh, well, I've, then I've reviewed too far. Oh, what do you know? Good job. Good job. <laughs> all right, we'll start from the Mishnah. Hold on one second. Let me just stop now. Look, we're